Hey guys, Kill Stokes here. Welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. Today we're going to talk about backtesting, strategy development, and the benefit of having a second or third, or maybe just say multiple pairs of eyes on the market. By the way, if you guys are brand new, thank you for joining the Trading Coach Podcast. We unleash three new episodes a week. My name is Akil Stokes. I am a professional trader. I'm also the co-founder and head trading coach over at tier1trading.com. If you're interested in learning how to trade, check out our website, check out the resources that are out there, www.tier1trading.com. So we're at the point in the year right now where I have some time to spend all my own trading. I've been talking a lot about continued education. Uh, I've been doing a lot of strategy development and back testing. And typically when I go through this process, I like to have something on in the background. And thanks to a recommendation from some of the traders that I work with, I started watching this German show called Dark, which kind of just reinvigorated my interest in like black holes and space time. And I've been going down these deep kind of rabbit holes learning about quantum physics and stuff like that once again. And I stumbled across this cool documentary. I forgot the name of it, but it's on Netflix. But I think it's called like Explaining Black Hole, something like that. But they talk about the Event Horizon telescope. And that's kind of the the big telescope or really telescopes because it's multiple ones of them that allows us to see, you know, so many billions of light years in the space. If you've been on social media, NASA released um, really the first pictures, I think earlier this year, and it's just amazing stuff about different galaxies and star formations that are far, far, far out there. And I was watching this documentary and it was interesting how these pictures came together. And I tr- trust me, this will come back to trading. So just bear with me during the story. But like I said, the Event Horizon Telescope is multiple telescopes um, across the world. And what they do is they're all centered on kind of the same target. And what happens is they take their pictures and whatnot. And it basically comes back like imagine like shattered glass segments where you get these random puzzle pieces from all these different telescopes and it's up to the scientists their job is to kind of put it together they have all type of software and and coding that they do it put it together for what they believe is the image now the problem with this is that they're very open to interpretation or, or really they're very open to being influenced meaning that Let's say I'm working on image one and we have another team working on image one as well. Um, If I see what the other team is doing, kind of like looking at their work, I may be influenced to try to create mine to replicate that because ultimately we want to get the answer. And that's how the the brain works. And we see that during backtesting and strategy development as well. And this is a, a fatal flaw that a lot of traders get is because we want something to work. This is our baby. This is something we're developing, right? We're not just back testing or trying to create a strategy to find a loser. We're creating it because this is something that's going to help us achieve our goals and achieve our dreams. And if you have really big dreams and aspirations in trading, like becoming a professional trader or, you know, having it supplement your income or going pro or starting a signal service or getting funded by a prop firm, right? This weighs heavy on your emotional state, right? So you really, really, really want this thing to work. And because of that, we're sometimes, even if it's subconsciously, we're sometimes blinded to the obvious, right? We ignore kind of the obvious and only focus on what we want to see. So what they did in this um, in this documentary is they had, they, I think they had like four or five different teams and they split them up and there was no 
contact allowed between any of them. They couldn't see each other's work. They couldn't talk to each other. They had to have completely independent results. And then whatever years later, they brought those results together and compared. And the idea was like, hey, if we have five different teams doing independent study, putting these pieces together, running it through the algorithms, coming up with their conclusions, and if all of the conclusions are pretty much similar, and of course they have this highly scientific and mathematical scale to, to do that, to compare these pictures, then we know that we're on the right track. And it made me think of the backtesting and strategy development because years ago when my good friend and my, my business partner, Darren, created the cipher pattern, it was he faced something similar, right? He created the cipher pattern, or, or no, I shouldn't say create. He's going to mad at me for saying that. He founded the cipher pattern by accident, right? He was testing for something specific with the the Gartley pattern and alteration, and and started discovering this tendency. And, and, and like we always do, we kind of go down this rabbit hole of exploring the tendency and testing and testing and testing. And I remember when he initially came up with the cipher pattern, the rules for the cipher pattern, he had like an eighty percent hit rate, and we're like. He gave it to us. He said, hey, man, I've got this thing. It hits at 80%. This might be amazing. And the first thing we said is, yeah, right, 80% in, in, in the markets? Come on now. You're, you're, you're joking, right? You sound like one of those people on the internet trying to sell me a, a, a $20 uh, EA, right? Um, go back and test it and look for losers. So what he did was he go, he went back and he said, yeah, you're right. I, I probably did get a little bit emotional, a little blinded. He went back and tested it, focusing fully on the losers. And it brought his win percentage down, but obviously it was still a really, really, really good win percentage. Now, that wasn't it, right? He had to do something else. So what he did was we had a mastermind group at the time. He gave the rules to this mastermind group and said, hey, a group of you two go off and test this. A group of you two go off and test this. A group of you two go off and test this. Test this. I was one that went out and tested it. And we're going to give ourselves this deadline. We're going to give ourselves like, you know, I think six months or something like that. We're going to run the test. We're going to take notes and then we're going to come back and we're going to analyze our findings and see if we're on similar tracks. Again, this is very similar to what the scientists did where they were separated to develop these images then bring them together to make sure that, hey, this is actually not a fluke. We're actually seeing some promise here. And that's exactly what we did. We came back together. We had the numbers. Again, I was one that was very pessimistic about it. So I was really trying to prove Darren wrong. And we had our conversation and said, hey, we're getting similar numbers across the board, whether it's, you know, higher time frames, lower time frames, this pair, that pair, obviously going to be a little bit different because there was interpretation of how our eyes see the pattern. But pretty much we're seeing the similar story. And what this did was this was the final straw in us being confident to actually put this pattern out there to the public. Now, I'm not saying you guys are in a boat where you're inventing and finding a pattern or whatnot, but let's say you're developing a strategy for yourself. You have to understand that as an independent trader, you're going to be somewhat blinded, even if you don't know, right? Even if you don't think you are, right? Unless you're doing something that is fully automated and you're, you're literally, you're not doing manual backtesting, you're plugging it in and letting the computer spit out the numbers, you're going to be somewhat blinded. It just happens during the process, right? We, we want to see things that make our case. So my advice to you would be to do this, right? find a group. Hopefully you have an accountability group or hopefully you have a, a group of traders that you trust that you've been going through your journey with, right? That is massive. And I would say almost required if you want to be a consistently profitable trader, I would reach out to that group, right? And say, Hey, this is what I got. Try this out. Let me know what you think.
And even taking a step back, because I was talking to a trader about uh, trade plan development and how it's a process. Even in trade plan development, something I always say with trade plan development, this is the, the process, process of you going through writing your rules. I always say that you want to write your rules kind of as mechanically and systematic as possible, meaning that there should be very a smidgen of gray area left, left for interpretation. And your rules should be so strict that you should be able to give them to, I always say like your grandma and your grandma should be able to execute them in the market. Now, you probably don't want to give them to your grandma. You're not going to get great feedback. But if you're someone that's working on rules and you're trying to eliminate those gray areas, or maybe you're just you know trying to see like, hey, are my rules actually good? Because again, in your mind, you know what you want to see. You know what you need to execute the trade. But you may be skipping over areas because just you're, you're so comfortable with doing something, you forget to write it down. So my advice for that as well would be give it to a trading buddy. Say, hey, I want you to read over this plan. I want you to bring up a chart. I want you to replicate executing a trade and let me know if everything makes sense. And typically what happens is you're going to get your good feedback where it's like, hey, you know, that made sense. But what do I do here? Or, hey, if this if this situation rises up, what do I do here? I'm doing I, I just had this idea in my testing right now where I'm, I'm jotting down notes and I saw something weird on the chart where I'm like, OK, well, what if I do get a candle like that? Like, how do I I think I know how I want to handle it, but I don't ha actually have something written down. I write it down. And say, hey, I've got to, I've got to add something to that. Right. That's going to be a part of the process that we're going to eventually discover during live trading. There's always going to be something in the market where you haven't seen it before, where you're like, uh, yeah, I don't know what to do during that situation. And when in doubt, stay out. Right. If it doesn't meet your rules, 100 percent, you don't trade it and then you observe it and then you, you add to your rules if need be. Or maybe you just, you know, you just look at that as an outlier situation. But if you can find as many of those moments possible before you actually get into live trading, it's just going to help smoothen out that learning curve and and really progress you on that process even faster. The last thing I would say, and I, and I think this was how the, the podcast originally wanted to start, and I just left it out because these things are live and I don't plan them. But I put out a, a quote the other day that said, trust me, you'd rather have worse numbers to prepare for than better numbers to expect. And going off those outlier situations or situations where you don't know what to do, if you ever get a situation in testing where it could go one way or another. So let's say it's like, hey, um, it almost hit my entry or it almost hit my my exit, right? Kind of just to give a, an example. And you're not sure whether you should count it as a winner or as, or as a loser. Always count it as a loser, right? Trust me. Um, or at least a non-trade. In, in, in trading, you always want to prepare for the worst situation because in real life, it can only get better. You want to make sure that your system, your strategy, and you personally can actually handle whatever, quote unquote, the worst is because if you can handle that then and you only expect better or you only have better in real life it's going to be that much easier however if you are ignoring the bad situation if you're kind of padding your stats so you only see the good again you're you're seeing the numbers that you want to see because you want your thing to work well you're looking at the absolute best case scenario for your trading um, as far as your backtesting numbers go the issue is in real life you're never going to have that best case scenario there's all type of errors that can mechanical errors human errors um, there's all type of errors that will happen and what you've done is is in your mind you've prepared for a certain expectation the the 
the golden expectation and you'll you'll never actually be able to hit that so you can only underachieve and when you underachieve it may not be that big of a problem if you're trading numbers you can still certainly be profitable but mentally right from a psychological standpoint it's going to bother you you're always going to be quote unquote behind and that's just going to be the little crack in your armor that leads to bigger and bigger mistakes whether it's you know fear whether it's revenge trading and what have you so make sure you always prepare for the worst right and not simply expect the best from your testing hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast again i put these quotes up on social media all the time not just for myself but from other respected traders around the world give me a follow at akil stokes rtm that's twitter that's youtube that's instagram that's tiktok that's facebook all over the place as always just watch for the scammers if there's someone that looks like me that reaches out and says how's your trading or hey give me money or anything regarding crypto red flag that shoot me a screenshot that way i can uh, report or at least try to report hit or miss whether they do something but at least put it out there that hey there's another scammer out there trying to take advantage of people